Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Wednesday, January 24th. We are here live. It is time for Destination Health. It's all health all day today. If you've got a question about anything related to health, food, fitness, diet, disease, drugs, training, lifestyle, you name it, we'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and join me. Those phone lines are open right now, 319-527-6791, or hit the call now button on your app and jump in here and let's talk. Uh, I've been thinking about some things. One of the things I always have to balance is how much time I spend on each area that that we work in. So the, the two big areas, trucking and health. Uh, how much time am I spending on health? How much time am I spending on trucking? And it goes back and forth. Right now I'm spending the majority of my time when I'm not on the air working on trucking issues, all, all of our trucking programs, the events we've got coming up. And I haven't been spending um, a lot of time health reading, but, but I'm to the point where I'm not sure I'm going to do a whole lot more research on health. I mean, I have some ideas and some projects I still want to go back and work on, but I've come to the conclusion that health is really, really simple if we approach it the right way. And it's not, um, not simple at all if we approach it the wrong way. In fact, it is um, incredibly complicated. Sorry about that. We had a little minor emergency here. Uh, Nothing major. So if we approach health the way we approach it now in this country and we're exporting it all over the world, health is so complicated, we'll never figure it out. I mean, our system right now of healthcare is so horribly broken that it just doesn't work at all. When you look at the health statistics of this country, it is... There's just, there's just not even a word I can use to describe how bad our healthcare system is and how bad the health of most Americans is. And we're never going to figure that out. There's nothing to figure out. It's not a system designed to make anybody healthy. It's a system designed to keep people in the system paying money. That's all it is. That is the entire design. The more I look at it, you just can't deny it. The pharmaceutical companies are completely out of control. Drug after drug after drug. Um, I, I'm going to come back to that. But, you know, it's interesting that I, that I have taken two areas of life and I spent a lot of time and a lot of money to become educated in these areas. The first one was money. You know, I, I, I remember, and I, you know, it was Anthony Robbins. Uh, I was at an Anthony Robbins seminar, and, and he made the statement that money is such a big, important part of our life that you should never trust that to somebody else, that you should become educated enough about money that you manage your own. And at the time, I, you know, that made a lot of sense to me. Sometimes I, uh, I go a little overboard. I think he probably meant, you know, reading some books. And um, I decided I wanted to know about money and investing and finance. And I went back to school uh, to become a certified financial planner, the highest 
designation in that industry. Um, and it, you know, as I was going through the program, there there were stockbrokers and you know investment managers going through the program that had been working in the industry for ten or fifteen years before they decided to go to that level. Well, I thought, why not just jump into the deep end of the pool? I had never worked in that industry, and and that was the first designation I went after. It took me almost three years of classes. The test was insane, two days long, 15 hours, if I remember right, to take the exam. Only 40-some percent of the people that took it that year passed. I worked really, really hard to make sure I passed it the first time. I could not even imagine having to go back and do it again. And then I've talked about this before. I read one book, and it was a book that Anthony Robbins wrote, and learned far more practical advice about managing money than I learned in that entire time. That program was so overly complicated because we have so overly complicated our financial system. And again, our system is not designed to make money for the investor, It's designed to make money for all the fund managers, uh, investment advisors, all the people who work in that industry. The system's been designed so they make money. Even the book. Um, I've recommended, you know, both of Anthony Robbins' financial books. I still do for people who really want to learn at a pretty deep level. Those are not easy books. But, you know... There's a plan that if if everybody just followed this one financial plan in our country, it's incredible how wealthy people could become and how financially secure. And it's not complicated at all. I can explain it in less than 10 minutes. And anybody with a reasonable IQ above 13 years old should be able to understand this. And people go, oh, well, yeah, but, you know, I do that, but then I do this, and look at how much money. We'll forget that for a second, because 90% of the people in this country retire, and they are not financially independent. They have to continue working. That's why we see senior citizens in minimum wage jobs all the time. That's, that is criminal in a country where we make so much money that 90% of the people can't retire independently. They either are dependent on the government, their family, a second job that they really don't want. Now, I've talked about retirement. I don't think anybody should retire. But I, I got to tell you, my idea of not retiring is not being a greeter at Walmart. It's being able to go out and do whatever the hell I want to do to help other people and you know, call it retirement because I'm not going to work full time. The plan is so easy, honestly. You could sum it up in three steps. Spend less than you earn. We got to start there. Nobody ever talks about that. If you don't spend less than you earn, you're never going to have anything to invest. So we have to have some discipline. We have to realize we can't have everything all at once in our 20s or 30s. We have to start spending less than we earn. And then here's the really simple answer. Spend less than you earn take the money and invest it in the S&P 500 and go about your life. That would make 90% of the population a thousand times more successful at financial planning than they currently are. 
Yet the criticism would be, oh, but, but if I also invest into Bitcoin or if I also have some real estate in my portfolio or if I have precious metals, look at what I could have done. Except our examples are always looking backwards because that's all you can do. You can't look forward. You look backwards and you go, if I would have done this, yeah, but you didn't. You didn't think about that back then. You only think about it now when you see what the results would be. But they want to complicate everything. It's that simple. Here's how you retire wealthy and financially independent. The minute you start working, we should be telling teenagers this, spend less than you earn, invest the rest in the S&P 500, we're done. We don't need a financial planning industry at all. That's why I don't work in that industry. It's a scam in my opinion. If I wanted to make money in that industry, I was taking it away from other people and not really providing them much value. That's why I don't work in that industry. I'm starting to feel that way about health. This could be so simple if we educated people and we started early. There is nothing complicated about health. It only becomes complicated when we get sick. We only get sick when we do things that we didn't do as we evolved. If we go back to living as close as possible, that kind of lifestyle where we mostly eat meat, because that really is the human diet, meat, fish, and eggs, throw in some veggies now and then if you want, a little bit of fruit if you can handle it, get plenty of sunshine, walk around barefoot, be more active. If we did all those things, 90% of the healthcare system would disappear we wouldn't have three pharmacies on every street corner. We wouldn't have doctors and clinics and hospitals and 37 drug commercials every hour. New drugs being released onto the market over and over and over. All that would disappear. It's so simple. It's shocking to me how much time I have spent learning that because I had to learn both of those systems to understand how screwed up they really are. And we certainly make some money off health, but most of it these days is just selling good products through our store, good food, good supplements that you know we've worked hard to go find, and helping people clean up the mess we've made of our health over all these years. But I'm even trying to simplify that. You know, if we have to go deeper, we're sending um, people to other, other functional medicine doctors that we partner with. We, we keep our health really, really simple these days, and we're going to continue to do that. Uh, unfortunately, on the health side, which is really what I want to talk about today, um, the financial planning part was just an example of how those two areas of our life, which are so important, I've spent thousands of hours learning those systems and in a sense all of that time should have been wasted if we just taught people how simple this is and people had some discipline in these two areas it would radically change people's lives it would radically change our country now i i never see this happening on a big scale i have no illusions that this this stuff i talk about is ever going to become much more than a very, very small part of the population doing it. It will grow some, but 
it's not growing that much. Sometimes if you work in this or, or you follow a lot of practitioners, it starts to look really promising. Boy, we're reaching a lot of people. A lot of people are getting it. Every person that gets it is wonderful, but we're not making much of a dent. And most people's health and, and our overall system is going the other way. Like I said, the pharmaceutical companies are completely out of control. When you look at what COVID has done to our health statistics, it's shocking and hard to even interpret. But I will promise you that all over the world, and you can look at the patterns where the vaccination was heavily used, the health statistics continue to get worse and they're really bad and they're not really coming out much. The, the problems are starting to be known a little bit, but we have lots and lots of cases of heart issues, Myo, myocarditis, pericarditis, um, blood clots, heart attacks. We have a lot of cardiovascular issues and those numbers jumped way up and they correlate with the more times somebody was jabbed, the more likely they are to have heart conditions. We have autoimmune diseases spiking off the charts. And again, it correlates to vaccination rates. We know that this vaccine negatively impacts our immune system. And we're seeing those results. The problem is we're not seeing them all unless you really, really dig. And for the most part, it's being covered up. Then we have turbo cancers. Again, through the roof, younger and younger people getting cancer, people being diagnosed with stage four out of nowhere. For the most part, the health of this country in many parts of the world has gotten significantly worse in the last several years. Here's another crazy trend I'm seeing with pharmaceutical companies. I'm, I've talked about this before, but it, it's, it's becoming much more common. I, I actually look for pharmaceutical commercials now because I can see these trends coming. I just watched one last night. Uh, and as soon as the commercial came on, I thought, wait a minute. That's not the normal commercial for that drug. It's not even the normal condition for that drug. A drug that was designed and approved for psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis, an autoimmune condition. So the drug is that class we call biologics. And it was, it's been heavily advertised for that purpose, for psoriatic conditions. Well, all of a sudden I see a commercial for that same drug last night for Crohn's disease. Both are autoimmune conditions. They're wildly different. One is your skin and joints. The other one's your digestive system. Well, this drug could potentially do something for both conditions because the way they fix these conditions is they don't fix these conditions. Biologics just turn your immune system down so they stop creating some of the problems. They're outrageously expensive. They have horrible side effects. And they can, I guess, you know, logically be used for different autoimmune conditions. But the rules are 
If you haven't been through the entire FDA approval process for that drug with this specific disease, then you can't advertise it. But they do. I just watched one. I see this all the time. Well, how did, how is, what do you mean, Kevin? They can't do it. They do it all the time. Sure they do. And the government fines them and they pay the fine and everybody moves on. What a stupid system. It really is. But so now here's what's getting worse. Many of the drugs that I've seen advertised probably for decades now, certainly for years, all of a sudden there's a whole new bunch of commercials saying, well, if your antidepressant isn't working, wait a minute, what do you mean my antidepressant isn't working? You promised me in all those commercials it was going to work. You told me if I had this condition and I took this drug, I would get better. My life would be wonderful. Go back to the commercials. That's what you told me. Now you're, asking, you're saying, well, if it doesn't work, well, what do you mean if it doesn't work? And by the way, it doesn't. So they're correct. Their answer is they have another drug now. Well, let's just add this drug and you'll get those results that we promised you last time. And if we're talking about antidepressants and other mental health drugs, the second drug in the combination they give you is highly likely to cause a condition called tardive dyskinesia. And they're going to have to give you a third drug that was developed simply to overcome the side effects of the other two combined. How do we not see how out of control this is? It is just absolutely, it is not just those mental health drugs now. I'm seeing this, well, we see it in diabetes all the time. Oh, well, we gave you this drug and and your blood sugar keeps going up. We'll give you another one. Oh, but look, now we have this weekly injection you can take. Oh, and guess what? This one will actually help you lose some weight too. Now... Boy, the big push in the pharmaceutical industry right now, and this may be their biggest ever. And if they're not already giant, rich, and powerful, they're soon to be. These weight loss drugs, what a fiasco this is becoming. And the pharmaceutical companies are just making money. They're they're printing it with these drugs. And people are buying into it. They are willing to spend $800 to $1,000 a month, have horrible side effects, some of which will be permanent, simply to lose 15% of their body weight. And if they stop taking the drug, they gain it all back and probably some more. What are these people thinking are they really thinking that I'm 35 years old and I'm, I'm going to have to take this drug for 40 years? What the hell are they thinking when they take these drugs? Do they not read about what's really happening? Do they not read if you quit, things get worse? Do they not read that this could cause stomach paralysis and all kinds of horrendous side effects? Obviously not. Because the pharmaceutical companies are partying over the idea that they, they have a whole new class of drugs to go create. They're now making them more powerful. So you can lose more than 15% of your weight with their next class of drugs. But every time that drug becomes more powerful, the side effects have to become more powerful with it. It is, it is honestly shocking to me how bad 
this has become and how simple the fix could be, but we will never, ever implement the fix as a country. Not even, it's going to be a very, very small group in the big scheme of things of people who figure out that this is really simple if you're willing to make some big decisions about food and then lifestyle and some other things. But um, <sighs> all right, I had some other thoughts. Uh, Aaron just sent me a message I wasn't sure of, or I didn't wasn't aware of. Um, I've talked in the past about uh, buying antibiotics for emergency purposes only. I mean, we're not big on antibiotics, but they can be life-saving in the right, used in the right way. When you truly have a massive infection, um, antibiotics can be lifesavers. Using them for every little sniffle and, and cases of SIBO and all the other, cra- and feeding them to all the animals and, and all that stuff is horrendous. We talked about this as kind of a being prepared thing. Um, major kind of events that could shut down economies or the grid or um, and having antibiotics on hand is a good idea. I do it. Um, I I absolutely would not take an antibiotic unless I I realized my life was in danger. But if that happens, I want to be able to get them. One of the things I've talked about is you, you could buy fish antibiotics. They were exactly the same every molecule exactly the same, and you could buy them on Amazon. Aaron just sent me a message saying the FDA shut that down. Um, I've seen some doctors now that put together packets uh, that you can probably get them prescribed online now. It's going to cost you a lot more than buying the fishy antibiotics, but uh, uh, just another uh, reason to just absolutely hate the FDA and and what they've done to our food and... uh, our drug supply and all the other crap they pull. All right, let me um, let me look at my notes here. I think I've got everything covered. Um, let's get to some phone calls. Let's uh, let's go to Pennsylvania to get started. Jake, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's on your mind today? Alrighty. So I've been following you for at least the past eight years. I lost you for a little bit there whenever uh, you were having your problems with Sirius and everything. And then I eventually found you again. Uh, I went and I was doing keto really good for a year, year and a half. And then I sort of fell off the wagon and I'm getting back onto it now. Okay. After, you know, two years of not doing it. Um, so I'm try- trying to just sort of update my knowledge as to, you know, how to get started. You know, like I'm taking steps. I, I'm already, you know, eliminating grains. I, you know, got rid of the you know, obvious ones first week. Second week started looking a little closer at, you know, ingredients. Okay, good. Things, you know, so I'm working on getting rid of all the grains. coming a lot harder because they're figuring out new ways to hide them. Uh, you know, it's a work in progress. My question is mainly, you know, like whenever it comes to the ketone testing and the NutriQs and all of the other stuff that I know that I should be doing, when do, when should I worry about starting do, to do all that? Well, let me address that before you go on. So I would disagree with you. There's no reason you need to be doing any of that stuff. You, you don't need to test for ketones. 
You don't need to do a Nutri-Cue. If we start to see issues or problems or new symptoms come up as you start to change your diet, we could either wait them out, and a lot of times they correct themselves, or, or we could go in and do a Nutri-Cue and you know, check for those kind of things. But I don't recommend it up front. Change the way you eat. Continue to change the way you eat. See how you feel. If you feel better, great. If some new symptoms comes up, call. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, we can almost always solve that, you know, on a simple phone call. Um, and eventually, when you get your diet really where you want it, we could start working on some lifestyle changes. And uh, it, it's kind of like I, my open. You know, we, I spent a lot of time and money learning all of this stuff. And, and it's kind of like financial planning. Now I'm at the point going, wait a minute, I, I don't really need all that knowledge. This is pretty easy if you just do some basic stuff. And, and it, we're going to solve 90% of your problems just with the dietary changes alone. So, no, I, I wouldn't recommend buying ketone testers, and it, not at this point. Let's just change the way you eat and, and go from there. And I can also say this. If we want to cut to the chase, you say, what are the next steps? Well, I could give you a bunch of steps. You should start eliminating seed oils now. While you're getting rid of the grains, get rid of the seed oils. They, is, they are just as bad or worse. So you got to go back to reading all those labels again. And I can promise you if it had a grain, it has a seed oil. That will, that will be true almost 100% of the time. Then we could talk about, okay, now you got to go back to that label again and start lowering sugar. Now we got to go look at, are there foods in our diet where we're getting too many oxalates or phytates or, or, or these other issues? Or we could skip all that, and now I've got this about as simple as the financial planning thing. Um, eat mostly meat be a little more active, get out in the sun, get plenty of salt and water. And that's kind of the whole plan. I mean, if you were able to do that, you will solve 95% of all your health issues. And the other 5% would probably eventually work themselves out anyway. All right. Oh, the reason why I was thinking the NutriQ and all that stuff is because I know that, you know, a lot of time people will have problems with, you know, the fat digestion whenever they, you know, start or restart uh, the diet and everything so like that. It, and, and that's kind of that where I say if you develop new symptoms and they're they're not changing, it's really becoming a problem. Then go ahead and fill out the NutriCube. Join the coaching program. We'll solve those things. We've done it thousands of times. But they're also, one of the things we have to remember, people are only going to call the show when they have a problem. So we hear about the problems more than we hear about the successes. There are a lot of people that have taken my advice that have never, ever called the show once. They've drastically changed their health over time by listening and applying this stuff and didn't run into problems that they needed to call about. That's true. I, I, the first, you know, the first time that I did it, I went and I, you know, called in a couple of times cause I was having that fat digestion problem. And then again, I, you know, fell off the wagon, got married and all that crap. And then for worst, I went back on keto and I didn't have the same issues and I'm restarting it again for the third time. And I'm like, well, if those issues come back, you know, yeah, I kind of know what to do. But <laughs> and, and you can always call and if, if you want that more personal, in-depth, you know, way of troubleshooting a problem until we fix it, 
Uh, you could join the coaching program. We do it every week. Health-wise, we do every other week. Um, again, I, you know, I, I think we solve enough problems in the air that my advice to people is just jump in and try it. And if you encounter a problem you need help with, we're here. But I, a lot of people just never really need much more help. If you get your diet right, get your lifestyle mostly right, it, it's fairly simple and effective. All right, everybody, welcome back. So uh, our phone system did kind of give up the ghost. Uh, we started getting error messages, and then it just shut down on us completely and would not allow me to create another show or to get one started. Um, but we are... We're going to push on. There's no point in having a backup system if we don't use it. So we're switching over to our backup phone system. Uh, I'm going to give you the phone number, and that will be the only way to connect to us. You will not be able to um, use the call-in button uh, on the app. We don't have time to change it on the fly here. Um, the number to join us, if you're listening... If you were just on the line, we had a ton of calls on the line. I really want to help people. We had a lot of callers. So um, dial back up 855-950-3835. Uh, I'm hoping that we weren't dealing with two issues there. It felt like I was having some audio issues on my end. And then the ultimate failure was the phone system. I got all the messages and I quit. But I, I'm hoping that uh, that was the whole issue, and it wasn't anything on my end. Because if it is, um, I have no idea how to fix it right at the moment, because it looks like I've tried just about everything I can think of. So I will uh, wait. I see we've got some calls coming in already, and the real test will be, uh, can I get enough volume out of the callers or not? Um, that was the issue that started, and then things just got worse from there. Um, and here I was, I was just bragging about, I, I was happy where our technology is. Um, we have meetings pretty regular on our phone system. We're getting close. The hope is that we'll be testing it by the end of the month. And, and I think we will. And I don't think we have a lot of testing to do. Um, the first version of the system is not going to have all the cool bells and whistles. All I need right now is something to reliably get me on the air every day. Uh, so we're getting closer, but um, I got to tell you, this is a little frustrating today. And I was really looking forward to a good show. We had great callers. We had some good topics. Now we just have to get the technology to cooperate with us. So uh, I'm going to give it a shot. Our first call is screened. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Robert in Iowa, welcome. Hey, Kevin. That's so that sounds question. better Let um, me. Uh, I also want to make sure I've got people listening. So uh, let me know, my team, let me know if that caller audio is coming through better. The signal still looks a little weak, but it sounds better to me. So um, let's give it a try, Robert. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I got a question about, so back in August, I had an inflamed colon, and they didn't really explain to me, like, how it happened or why it happened or whatever. So they gave me some meds. I took them for a while. It got better. And then I went and started getting uh, probiotics to help with my digestive system to see if, you know, that would help it. Um, I'm just curious to, I'll let you know what I'm taking. And I was just wondering if that's the right one to take 
or if I should be taking something else. And it's called the uh, acidophilus probiotic. Acidophilus. For health. So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so l- let me clarify some things. Uh, saying acidophilus as a probiotic is kind of like saying salsa and thinking every salsa on the market's the same. That is a major group of bacteria. How we identify probiotics. Probiotics are bacteria. That's what probiotics are. They are beneficial bacteria. They should do good things for our body. There are, I don't even know, millions possibly of, of strains of bacteria and then substrains and then it's really complicated and there are all these crazy, you know, medical names. So we... We need to know what's in our probiotic, but if that's all I know, that doesn't tell me anything. Okay, it's it's a nature. Or it's called nature's bounty. I, I guess I don't know. It, it, it's because there's a hundred million organisms in it, but it, it, it's not one of the better brands. It, it, the the okay. more likely it is that anybody would recognize the brand the worse the brand probably is the reason for that is the the only way somebody knows about a brand is because it's so big it's nationwide and all their money spent on marketing and that is a big problem in the supplement industry there are supplements that work if they're the right formulation the right quality the right potency but most supplements on the market are garbage they're not very effective and probiotics are a big one because everybody talks about probiotics now, but nobody really understands them. Nobody knows which strains you need, how many units you need, what's effective, what isn't. Um, that That's not one of the brands that I would recommend. Okay, and then, so then what, what kind, what brand would you recommend? I could go through a whole bunch of brands that, that I would recommend that you wouldn't be able to find anywhere because all of the brands I would recommend would are only available to practitioners. You can't buy them on the market. We have ours. It's not the only good. We actually have two different lines of probiotics. We have one from our supplement company, Biotics, and we have another one from another one of our partner companies, Environmedica. The difference, and and without getting too deep into the whole probiotic thing, uh, the Environmedica is what we call a soil-based probiotic. They get the bacteria from the soil. That the other probiotics, the, the, the source of the probiotic is not the soil. One thing we recommend is mixing up your probiotics, not taking the same one over and over and over, but alternating because there are so many different strains of beneficial bacteria. So one of the strategies you can use is look up, we have three, maybe even four or five different probiotics now in our store. Um, like I said, Biotics and Environmedica. And we just recommend rotating through ours. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to get on there. I'll have to get on the store and uh, check that out. And um, I guess, I don't, I, I don't know if, I, if you can answer this or not, but why would my colon be inflamed? Why would uh, it get the, is it, is it my eating health or absolutely. my eating habits or? Yeah, this is easy. It's okay. the, f- it's the food you put in your pie hole every day. Okay. 
It's the only okay. cause of this, by the way. Don't let anybody say this is genetic. Oh, this happens because of this or it, no. All of these digestive issues that we face, whether it's Crohn's, UC, um, IBSD, IBSC, all these crazy um, digestive disorders we have now. What's the new one they've been talking about? Um, uh, the uh, gallbladder insufficiency. The uh, again, the there these a lot of these things they make up the name so they have a disease and then they can create a drug and then they can sell you the drug that's the whole system but every single one of these digestive issues including leaky gut which leads to autoimmune diseases uh, and your inflamed gut is prob no is an autoimmune condition your own immune system is attacking your digestive system because you have leaky gut, okay. and that's what leads to all autoimmune conditions, whether it affects your gut or not. Yours just happens to be affecting your gut. Your immune system is attacking your own digestive system. The pharmaceutical answer would be to take crazy expensive biologic drugs with horrible side effects to turn down your immune system, which opens you up to all kinds of other problems. The answer yeah, to this is I'm, stop I'm eating that. anything other than animal products, and this will go away pretty quickly. And, and that that I have done. So just recently, like, oh, probably December, I, I, I listened to your show quite a bit, and I heard and started listening, and I heard about the carnivore diet, and I was just like, you know what, I think it's time to make a change. Um, so I've changed to the, I mean, I'm not 100%. But I'm pretty close. Good. I, I don't um, think anybody's ever 100%. Yeah. And, I mean, I quit drinking soda. No. So to go back on um, the leaky gut. So I heard you one of your shows the other day that um, a guy was talking about having acid reflux. And I thought I thought maybe I misheard. I don't know. That, that could be caused from a leaky gut? Yes, did it I, can. Did I misunderstand Le- that? No. Uh, it it's not the primary cause. The primary cause of acid reflux is low and weak stomach acid. But a secondary okay. cause can be leaky gut. And it, it can go both ways. The poor stomach acid can contribute to the rest of the digestive issues downstream. And then the digestive issues downstream can aggravate the issues upstream and it becomes a vicious circle. And you'll end up on two or three drugs. You'll end up on a PPI to turn your acid pumps off. You'll end up on uh, uh, something for the the um, issues in the gut itself, one of the biologics, so that your inflammation and your symptoms go away. Um, but all of these solutions, their so-called solutions, are really making the problem worse. And you will be a patient for life. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't like going to the doctor at all. Now, I had acid reflux before the inflamed colon, and now that I've changed my diet, now that I've been on the carnivore diet, I my so like my acid reflux isn't really there much now at all. Good, so like, that's good. I, I don't. It's very good because it would get to the point where when I try to eat something, I would have to have a glass of water sitting right next to me in order to get it down. Hey, Robert, this this is an example of of what I was talking to one of the earlier callers about. Is 
you know, I didn't want him to tell me his symptoms yet. He just started changing his diet. He's going to have symptoms. I'm positive of it. And I could sell him a whole bunch of supplements and they would actually help. They would. They always do. But a lot of times we've found that they're not necessary, that, that we can just keep doing all the right stuff. And a lot of this stuff will work itself out. Not everything. If it did, I wouldn't have to have the coaching program. We wouldn't have to have supplements in the store. And, but but I, I find more and more often I, I would just rather tell somebody, look, just change the way you eat and you're going to get symptoms. They may change. They may not. Give it some time. 30 days. You know, it, it, you could do, and there are supplements we recommend during that 30-day time because we know they help everybody. Light balance, vitamin D, cardio miracle. Um, those are three supplements that anybody could take any day, and I promise they will make you feel better and they'll fix things. They always do. But other than that, like, for example, you could have called me while you were having that, that acid reflux, and I could have said, well, we have a solution. Take the PPI kit and follow the protocol, and it would have fixed it. But you're telling me mm-hmm. it's almost fixed on its own. So I, I'm, more, I'm more apt now to tell people to, to keep pushing through, and let's see how much of this stuff will fix itself. And that, that's the big thing is, like, just trying – I mean, I want to get healthy – I'm only 43 years old, so I, you know, I, <laughs> I want to live longer. So it's like just take care of my body and, and yeah. eat right, so that way I can, you know, I don't have issues. Because you know, it was getting to the point where if I sat down for so long and then I get up, I was stiff. You know, it hurt, and I'm like, I'm only 43 years old. There's no way I should be like this already. And so I mean, now now that I switched to the carnivore diet, I have. I, I don't feel the pain like I used to. I'm not as stiff as I used to be. I mean, I can get up. I can sit, like, in the truck. I drive. I'm a company driver and work for a contractor that for FedEx. And, it you know, you sit for a long time, and then you get out, and it's like I don't feel the, the you know, the pain or the stiffness or anything. It's It's still, you know, every once in a while you do, but it's not, like, near like it was. Exactly. Now, the, the benefits are awesome. Uh, you know, kind of my open and go back to it again. This is pretty simple. The more we eat the proper human diet, the more we ground, the more we go out and get sunshine, the more we expose ourselves to hot and cold extremes and get more ag- I, I, living that that lifestyle closer to what we did even a hundred years ago. I mean, we I. I if we could go back to a hunter-gatherer existence, the diseases would disappear. Um, we would be incredibly healthy. Nobody would be obese. Uh, but we're, we're not going back to hunter-gatherer kind of living. It, 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 some people yeah. might. It's not very practical, obviously. But if we could go back to the way we lived 100 years ago, uh, we would be far, far healthier than we are today. We're getting, it seems like we're getting further away from the, the hunter guy. We are. You know? we, we are because and, there's and a bigger and bigger push towards fake meat and more drugs. And I, it, we are absolutely going in the wrong direction if you follow the crowd. This is a place where we Ooh. absolutely want to be a contrarian and do everything the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Well, and what... what what I it blows my mind because when you know I tell people that I'm on the carnivore diet and it's animal products only and you know when I when I have a cup of coffee I put butter in it and they're all looking at me like 
you're going to kill yourself. But and you're that, right. That's not healthy. We all experience this, and the the most ironic part about this is I could sit down with those same groups of people, the exact same people, and I could have a bowl of Skittles, sixteen pop tarts and a box of Krispy Kreme donuts and they would all be happy nobody would look at me yeah. and say you're killing yourself with that food and you're bringing it to us you're going to kill us nobody would make a single comment if that was the food I had in front of me but put a big steak on there and put you know a big slab of butter on top of that steak and people will freak out Except oh, you're going to die. You're going to get clogged arteries. It is the exact opposite. The more of that food I eat, the better I feel. And, and I've noticed that. That's why I'm I'm trying to get stricter on it because I've noticed the differences. I've you know I feel better, and it's like I want to get even better yet. So how, how I'm trying could to, trying to stick with it pretty hard? Just logic and common sense. How could something that makes me feel so consistently better be bad? The the whole cholesterol yeah. myth is completely falling apart. The last little bit of of cholesterol myth was LDL. You know, we finally got to the point where he said, oh, oh, if your HDL goes up, that's actually a good thing. Triglycerides are going to be all over the board because it just depends on how much fat you're eating at the time or losing your triglycerides or, or just what they are. And we were focused on the LDL. We actually called it the bad cholesterol. And I used to say, well, well, we don't know if it's bad. You have to do the secondary test. Now there's a lot of information coming out saying LDL is not bad. None of this, none of cholesterol, none of these things we talk about are bad if you're eating the proper human diet, which is mostly animal products. You can have a really high LDL number and be completely healthy and safe. And that would raise your total cholesterol. Having total cholesterol up in the 250 to 300 range is not unhealthy. Not at all. Having high LDL is not unhealthy. One of the guys I followed actually just did a a really well-designed, serious test. And here's what he compared. He compared taking a statin to lower your LDL against eating a bunch of Oreo cookies every day. And believe it or not, Mm. the Oreo cookies won. They would love eating, and I could go through the explanation of why this happens, but it doesn't really matter. He was able to prove that eating, adding a bunch of Oreo cookies to your diet would lower your LDL specifically more than a statin would. Well... Now, does anybody believe adding a whole bunch of Oreo cookies to our diet is going to make us healthier? Hell no. So why maybe this <laughs> yeah. whole idea that we need to lower LDL is also a total bullshit myth. So the, the whole statin thing has totally fallen apart, except you will find the majority of doctors in America still pushing statins on people, and they're not going to stop. Yeah, I... You know, I don't, I don't know. Just get, I, I'm not crazy about doctors. I'm not crazy about good. You know, I don't believe a word they say. I don't either. You know, and and I don't. I don't want to. I know you got other callers, but I want to go. I just quick touch on back when COVID first started, and I know this is a whole another story. 
but I'll make it quick. Um, so I went in. I have sinus infections. I usually get them, you know, spring and fall. But uh, I went in, and this is back in August of 2020, I believe, or 2021 when it first really hit. 2021, I think, or 2020. Anyways, so I went in and told them my symptoms, and I said, if you look at my records, I've been at, you know, I usually come in once, once, um, probably once a year, if that, to get meds so I can get it kicked. Well, they, she, everything I, she was asking me my symptoms and everything I told her, she was marking down opposite. Like my, my answer was opposite of what I said. And I, I legitimately could not believe what I was seeing. That's, that's insane. And so they gave me a COVID test. Yeah, they gave me a COVID test. And I told her I didn't want it because I didn't want the thing shoved down my nose. And she said, well, you can't leave here until we give you the COVID test. So I was at that point, I was pretty ticked off. So I just said, okay, yeah. fine. Give me, you know, give it to me and I can get out of here. And they just kicked me out with no medicine, no nothing. And that was back when it seemed like COVID tests, the results were like 20, like over 24 hours. They were almost two days before they got the results. Right. Somehow mine came back that next morning and they said that, the health department was going to call me. The grant, the local county health department was going to call me. So they did. And she told me that I had to stay quarantined for 14 days. <laughs> I said, okay, th- there's no way. I was like, I work at the time I was working for a company that called fertilizer. I'm like, there's no way I can't do this. Right. I have to be at work. Who's going to pay my bills. And she, I was getting irritated with the lady and the lady's like, well, Mr. Carly, she's like, if you do not stay quarantine for 14 days in your in your house i will have two officers show up at your front doorstep they will take you to the county jail and put you in a like in a cell by yourself and you will do 14 days in that cell i just want to i just want to clarify this story you're talking about is is why you were living in either china or north korea right that's what I'm saying. It, it was, I was, my mind was blown. I know. I could not believe it. I'm like, why? Why? I, you're you're going to haul me to jail because I don't want to stay home? Because you have I, a cold. I need to work. I need to pay my bills. Right. Because you have a cold. We've all gone to work with colds our entire life. Yeah. Some people stay in bed yeah, or run to the doctor that. when they get a cold, but most of us just work through it. Yeah, and I did. I didn't lose my my sense of taste or you know and, the taste. And, I, you and know, let my, me address uh, something. It, that we've even gotten to the point now where even reasonable people are saying things like, "Well, if you're sick, don't go to work because you're going to give it to somebody else." And at first, you think, yeah. "Well, that's reasonable." I don't think that's reasonable anymore. No, I'm going to go to work. I have to. This is how our economy runs. This is how I pay my bills. We've done this our whole life. Could I possibly make somebody else sick? Absolutely. That's how this works. But the more we avoid each other because we have a cold, the worse our immune system gets. This is normal. This is how the world works. There are viruses. There are bacteria. They can cause us to feel bad. If we have a strong immune system, they're not going to kill us. It strengthens our immune system to be exposed to these things. So even for a while, I was saying, oh, yeah, you you shouldn't go to work if you're sick. That sounds reasonable. I I don't even believe that anymore. Go to work. Infect somebody. So what? Yep, exactly. And and it doesn't matter. I mean, it didn't matter then because I was, you know, I was pretty much by myself anyways at the company. And when I was working there at the time, that it wouldn't have affected anybody. And even if it does, I don't care. And let me go back and say something else, because somebody's going to say, oh, well, you can't do that because my immune system is compromised and you're dangerous to me. 
then you yeah, stay home, not me. You are the problem. You did not take care of yourself, and now you have a compromised immune system, and you want to punish me for that? No, I'm going to work. If you have a problem, you stay home. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, hey, Kevin, I, I don't mean to, I just, I feel I take up quite a bit of time here. I figure there's other people on the line they want to get through and talk. So it, it was a first-time caller, and, and I listen to your show a lot. And I'm going to try to call in more if I can. Good, good. Great talking to you. Thanks for the call. Let's, uh, let's go. I'm going to bring Todd back in. Todd, I'm moving you to the top of the line because uh, you were the call we lost with the issues. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. I, I want you to know, since you were talking about Oreos, <laughs> and then uh, they're better than statins, the uh, stock is going up and Pfizer's trying to do a hostile takeover of Nabisco, just so you know. <laughs> I, am, I am positive you are correct with that prediction. They're going to run them out of town. So um, I don't know if you remember or if you heard me when I called originally before the, the thing went down. Um, I, wanted, I, I was listening to you do the open, and, and I was like, oh, Kevin's talking all about money today, and, and that's good. But I wonder if it, you know, he just lost track of himself. And, and then you, um, you, know, you were talking about how easy it would be for people to retire with dignity if only they were taught from an early age, this is how you do it. And and then you brought it to uh, food and how it's poison and how no one's taught how to avoid it. And um, I don't know, it, it just about brought a tear to my eye just because the, the world really is full of a lot of evil. And you have to look for something that's not evil and you have to pay attention to take care of yourself, your money and your health. And um, Todd, anyway, let me address that open. real quick. Let me address that real quick. Uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate on that statement. I absolutely believe there are evil people in the world that really don't care how their actions impact other people. They only care about themselves. There are people like that in the world. I do believe they're a minority. Why did our system get so screwed up then? It's not because mo- these doctors we talk about that are pushing stat they're not evil people. They're not. I-, I do not believe that. They are horribly misinformed by a system that unfortunately is the dark side of capitalism. I am a huge capitalist. I am a died in the wool free market capitalist i want very little government regulation there is a downside to that people can get focused on the money and not really pay attention to what they're doing and how they're making money the difference the outcome is the same the the only difference and i do look at this the intentions are not to harm somebody There are people who just don't care if they harm people, even when they know it, they're not going to stop. I get that, but I think they're a minority. Most people, I think, are so wrapped up in the system, they don't really believe they're hurting anybody with what they do. But we have companies that when the only focus is profit, then capitalism is going to look like our version. And then when you get crony capitalism with the government, which is what we've got, then the whole thing falls apart. And that's where we are. But I, I don't believe it was evil people that created it. I think it, it, was right. just, it, it was people not being conscious enough of what is really happening. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I, 
Yeah, it does. And I, and I believe, just like you said, they are the minority, but they, like pieces on a chessboard, they end up getting kinged and they have, yeah. you know, they're drunk, their power and their money. And it's that few that they're ruining it for the rest of the people. And I could agree know, with how, that. Just like how there was no autism and no adult diapers. You didn't know those terms. And today, and within two generations, it's all, you know, that that's greed or whatever you want to call it, evil, way out of control. And, um, you know, it just made me sad to know that, you know, like every time you see a squirrel or a chipmunk or something, and you get too close, it takes off. They seem to live in fear. And we almost have to live in fear of our money and fear of our health because someone's trying to take it or, or just by virtue of trying to make money for themselves. And, yeah. you know, it reminds me if, the, the, if those greedy people, I, I happened to live in Africa at the time of the Ebola virus in, in uh, Congo, Brazzaville. And, and um, I learned about the Ebola virus such that, you know, it flared up and went away. What I was taught within 24 hours, or maybe 72 hours, and because it killed its host, the host being the person who was infected, and and if these people at the top of the literal food chain, meaning they produce food and, and finance, if they were to, you know, get to the top and just eat themselves like a giant macrophage, they they would just die, and that would be a better system <laughs> yeah. than, than poisoning the, <laughs> poisoning the rest of us. That's right. You know, I, I had a friend. Speaking of finance, I had a friend, um, uh, he got his CFP in the late 80s, and I remember him going through that testing, you know, when you talk of it, it reminds me of it. And and the reason I bring him up is that he had borderline personality disorder, and we didn't know that until he killed himself 10 years ago. And it's such a serious diagnosis. And, And the reason I tell you that is he had a lot of trouble relating to people. I mean, he was valedictorian of high school and college, but... He was always on drugs and chasing his stepfather with a hatchet and <laughs> kicking the windows out of police cars. I mean, he had some real problems. Yeah. But, yeah, he was, he was a character. But, and he eventually became a financial planner with what was called IDS American Express at the time, which was Investors Diversified Services for American Express. It. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you remember that goes back. And yeah. uh, he, he um, as bad as he was with people, he took that profession seriously, and he was – he would use that word fiduciary and um, a lot, knowing full well what it meant after going through all those exams. And, and he did not, he couldn't live with himself any longer. That's not why he killed himself, but taking people's money or not doing the best by them. And he ended up leaving the industry after getting the CFP, just like you did, to just go work in a bank, um, some kind of a desk job. I don't know what you call it, but it, it wasn't a teller. But, um, you know, so the, the finance industry and the, and the big food it's it's sad you have to look out for yourself you know constantly or someone's going to take your money or your health you know and i i think about it but but it actually thought about it it makes total sense these two areas health so food and medical it's all about our health and our money those are the two areas that I'm talking about. There are two areas I have lots and lots of experience in. And like I made the comparison earlier, they seem the same to me. We've overcomplicated them. So people are dependent on these systems for their entire life. And yet their outcomes suck. Why am I paying all this money into a financial and medical system so that at age 60, I'm sick and broke? How does that make any yep. sense? How did our two, two maybe the most important areas of our life get so corrupted? And then the answer is in the question. 
Of course, those would be the two that got the most corrupted. They're the two biggest opportunities to screw people. To make money, yeah. Yeah, you said that you were talking about Ozempic, and you lose 15% of your body weight. And it made me think, I wonder if it comes, if you did the math, would it, would it also relieve you of 15% of your income? But you know, probably more. If people had you to know. actually pay, now the celebrities all pay for it because no big deal to them. The rich people pay yeah. for it, no big deal to them. Everybody else gets subsidies through the pharmaceutical companies and all kinds of crazy stuff. If they, if the average person had to pay for this, not many would. It's a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just shocking. So where is that like money said, coming from then when the pharmaceutical companies say, oh, well, we have a program for you if you're low income. You could get your prescription free. That's from the pharmaceutical yeah. company. Well, where the hell's all that money coming from? It's coming from this system is so lucrative for these companies. They can do that. Yeah, yeah, it's starting to smell like a distribution, a redistribution of wealth. You know, um, the... You know, the, I think I read that 250 health books a year come out. And wherever I heard that, the person was saying, but he was making the case. I'm not sure I believe it. But it's, so it's not the food. It's it's uh, the information or something. But why are there 250 books every year coming out about health if, if food isn't the problem? And I, I think, obviously, food is a problem. It may be the biggest problem, but it, it doesn't work because... I don't know, the information's wrong and, and, and the, uh, you know, the food is toxic. Uh, speaking of which, I wanted to ask you, it's, a, it's kind of a fun pop quiz. There's a book, uh, I read most of it, it's called The Second Brain, and it was all about the microbiome, the gut microbiome. If I asked you, uh, if the, does the body have a second mouth and what would it be, what would you say? Our eyes. No, no, um, I understand why you say that, but um, what about the skin? Oh, we can absorb things through our skin. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. That is one of the only other pathways for something to get into our body. And, and if it's, you know, if you're smearing animal fat on or something, it's, it, it'll only take what it needs. It, it, you know what I mean? It won't, it won't, it's perfect that way. It's, it, you can't overdo a natural thing through the skin. I, Todd, I'll and, agree um, with that, but I'll go. I'll go one step further in my experience. No doubt if somebody has dry skin, animal fats are excellent. Italo is a, a great way to, to fix that. But what I've also found, as long, here's a big issue, as long as you still have your gallbladder, you shouldn't yep. need skin lotions at all. You eat all those good animal fats and you don't need to smear them on your skin because your body will digest them and use them internally and you'll never have dry skin. One of the big problems we have those people who have lost their gallbladder because they can't digest enough good fats. It's hard. It's much harder for them, even with bile salts. Uh, and a lot of times you'll see them with heel cracking and dry skin and dry hair. And uh, if that's the case and you don't have your gallbladder, I would recommend double down on your your um, bile salts to, to work on your digestion the best you can. And then you may need to add lotions for skin, but absolutely stick with animal fats. Yeah. And, you know, uh, speaking of which, uh, I think I was responding to someone on Twitter who was responding to this guy, Jack Cruz, K-R-U-S-E. He's a brain surgeon. He's definitely worth a follow. But he had said something about vitamin D and cholesterol. Vitamin D is made from cholesterol and sulfate. 
Correct. And the cholesterol molecule needs to be faded. Anyway, I didn't know any of that, but someone responded to it, and I, um, you know, he had never responded back to that person. So I typed something in, and I said, "Your food should be your sunblock," because yes. they were asking, "What am I supposed to do?" I said, "If you're not, you know, if you're not going to just, you could just put on a shirt and a hat." You know, or long-term, fix your diet, and, and your food will be your sunblock. And, and then there's a, a secondary yep. system to protect us here. Our bodies are pretty incredible. Our bodies have powerful signals that keep us doing the right thing, whether we understand it or not. We have hunger for a reason. We need nutrients. We have thirst because we, we could get dehydrated. And, and our body tells us when something is a problem. Eat, if you're eating a good, clean diet, but you, you might still be more like me, come from a place in the world where they didn't get a lot of sun, and you're very fair-skinned, and I can promise you, now under this diet, I can stay out in the sun far longer than I ever could before without burning, with no sunscreen, but occasionally it will become too much. And guess what? That little bit of burn or tingle on my skin is the indicator that maybe you just need to get out of the sun for a little bit. Just go sit under a tree in the shade. Our bodies are really smart if we just listen to them. And if we stop blocking all the signals with all the garbage we put in our body now. Yeah. Imagine speaking of the skin as a second mouth. What are in those sunblocks? Oh, it's horrible. We know that. They're off. This this petroleum-based goop on my face. Yeah, that that sounds like a plan. And and like uh, the person was saying about putting coffee in the butter, you know, I'll just put this this petroleum on my skin, and uh, I'm all set. But, you know, over the holidays, I was at someone's house, and, you know, I, they said, you want coffee? And I said, yeah, I'll take a coffee. And uh, I just, because I'm in the habit of it, I, I did put some butter in it. Right. And she's saying to me, basically the same thing, oh, you're going to kill you. I was like, I, I thought about it a second. I said, wait a minute. You, I get that it's, it's unusual. You've never seen it before, but yet I used your butter, which means what? You have butter in your house. <laughs> right. Which means what? You use butter, and she's like, well, I only put it on my toast. I was like, I didn't even go there with the grains. Exactly. People don't. They, and I was like, so you only put it on, I just put it in my coffee, whatever, you know. Well, and, uh, and what fun. would totally freak them out, they don't understand how right we are about this, throw away the toast and just eat the butter, you'd be far better off. Right, yeah, it's um, like some of the margarines, you'd be better off eating the container it comes in. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's just <laughs> awful. It, Except, hey, I have a one kind of serious question. So um, it's a kind of under the, um, I hate saying kind of, it sounds like a second grader, but it's under the um, title maybe of hemochromatosis, but not because there's a difference, I think, between that and just high heme or high iron. I don't know what it's, but anyway, pink salt, I know you're a salt connoisseur. Um, when I did my blood work, it said I had high, they asked me to do the therapeutic phlebotomy. Yeah. I did it. I realized that, I, you know, I, I don't use the Celtic gray salt anymore. It's all this cheap uh, Himalayan pink or orange salt. And if I got my back, a lot of iron in that salt. And I was wondering if, if you thought that could cause my blood work to be high. Um, it, there's still some confusion about the um, iron and ferritin. And, and um, I, I don't believe that too much iron in our diet is a problem. 
a lot of the healthiest foods we can eat are pretty high in iron. I don't think that's the issue. So uh, it, it, it's not a simple issue. Sometimes we have to do more digging. It, it could be a missing cofactor, a mineral imbalance. Um, the way your body handles the iron might be compromised. But just, again, the normal human diet has a lot of iron in it. So, so I don't think iron is in the diet is the problem. Um, yeah, I, I am starting to feel like I might be facing the same audio issue I was facing before, which doesn't make sense because we're on a different system and it was working great, but I'm starting to get that same feedback and I think your signal's fading a little bit. Uh, yes, that could potentially be the cause. Yeah, we have we have lost the caller audio again. You're there, I can hear you, but I can see the signal is really weak. Yeah, it it I could tell it wasn't your call. It is something that's happening. I'm I may be able to um, try a different fix here real quick. So hold, and I will. Uh, See if I can figure this out, and I will be right back. You may hear some radio silence for a little bit. Uh, I will be back one way or another. Just hold, please. All right, we're back again. Uh, one of the things I was able to do on this system, I was actually able to restart without dropping the whole show. And I think I may have discovered an issue. Why it's an issue, I don't know. Um, I turned off something in my system and I think it may fix it. Um, I'm going to go to the phones and find out if not, we're, we're probably just going to call the show for today, but if this works and we still have callers, I'll stay. We're going to try Oklahoma. Chris, are you with me? Uh, I can, but we're not really getting your audio very well. I try now. Uh, Okay. How about now? Oh, we got it. I think whatever I did fixed it for the moment. So I, I may, oh, I don't understand you. what the problem is, but I think I may have some weird hack to fix it. So go ahead. Hey, um, first of all, I want to thank you for everything you do. I, I wouldn't even be in business if it weren't for your show and, and I, I use your accounting and all that stuff. But, and, and you've actually helped me on the health end, even though I normally don't listen to the health stuff. It's kind of mind numbing to me because a lot of it don't apply to me. Right. But I have Crohn's and I heard you talking about gaps at one point. So I went and kind of done some research and got with my nurse practitioner. I've been on that now for about three years and I have not had one flare up. And before that, they wanted to do surgery and give me a colostomy bag and the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. My, you know, I had really bad damage. I had perforation at one point. I've been hospitalized three times. It's bad. But I heard you talking about the gaps diet. And, and like I said, I got with my nurse practitioner. She done some research. And she said, I don't see why this wouldn't work. Let's try it. And I did. And it's no problem. I actually do meal prep and stuff now. That, because Excellent. Of, you know, Excellent. When I leave and I go on the road. The Congratulations for, today, though, for taking control of your own health. Uh, thanks. Um, and, uh, thanks a million. The reason I call today, though, is my wife. About 25 years ago, she was diagnosed with what is called Berger's disease. Have you heard of that? Yeah, it's a chronic kidney disease, correct? Okay. They, they put her on blood pressure medicine, statins, well, yeah, you know. But well, wait, hold on. It, and then, hold on. Go ahead. 
but I don't know why this is like the third time I've heard this in the last two weeks and no, this has never happened before, really? but I keep having calls where people say they put me on blood pressure medication, a statin statins are not blood pressure medication. Oh, really? Statin is, is for blood cholesterol, not blood pressure has nothing uh, whatsoever well, they, to do with blood pressure. What's that? I don't know what it does. That's what they put her on for the kidney disease. I don't know what that's, how that affects the kidneys. I have no idea. But the other thing that they did, they've got her on an extremely low-protein diet. Which and will be horribly unhealthy for her. The kidney disease was not caused by protein, but they now believe protein can aggravate it, and they are completely wrong. A very high-protein, high-fat, low-carbohydrate diet is the only diet that will fix this. Well, that's my question. When I get home and I talk to her in person, because she just went to the doctor last week and found out, even though she hasn't been eating any protein, she can barely stay awake at work. I mean, it's, it's terrible. She has no energy. And then she found out her protein's still too high. Well, what, 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 so they changed her medicine. They changed Could, the, 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 uh, the statin stuff she's see, on. Here's what, thinking that's going to do. Here's what they're trying to say. They're trying to say she's uh-huh. sick because her body lacks a pharmaceutical drug. <laughs> think about it okay. that's what they're saying because yeah, their only answer true, yeah. is to make you better we have to keep giving you pharmaceutical drugs that is admitting that my body is somehow faulty and it has to have a pharmaceutical drug to be healthy that is so backwards and wrong that yeah, the only that thing that's great. going to fix this is the proper human diet which is a high fat high protein low carbohydrate diet well, that's my question. If when I get home and talk to her in person, if I can get her on board, what should I tell her to do? How? I mean, is there a different number I need her to call, or is she go online and get? Because I don't. I haven't done any of that with with your. Uh, why? Why don't as the far as going through you? Why don't the two of you call together? Okay. Okay. We, what, what number do we want to call, buddy? I, I wish I could just give you a permanent phone number. Someday soon, I hope I can do that. You call whatever number okay. we happen to be using that day based on the technology. Well, she's not, she's not going to be able to call in during the show because where she works at. She okay. And with her hours, that's not going to. So, she'd actually have to take time off. So one of the ways to approach this then would be to put her and only one of you need to be in, but both of you could be on the calls. One of you just needs to be in the Uh coaching program for now. Okay. That's one way. Here's the, here's the, here's the other way. Here's the other way without joining anything, without buying anything, without spending any money. If you can convince Uh her, one of the reasons it it helps to be in the coaching program or call is because I can usually, I'm pretty influential, but but if you think you can convince her, just get her to eat the the diet highest in animal products that she will tolerate. And that means all the way up to eating 100% animal products if you can do that. There would be nothing wrong with that. Because these doctors have her convinced. They have her convinced that this protein is going to kill her. And it, she won't hardly eat meat now because of the crap they're telling her. And it's, I can see it. it that's what's killing her. It, absolutely. And, and that's my point. Somebody has got to become more influential in her thinking than her doctors currently are. 
And if that can be you, great. If not, I'll give it a shot. But somebody has got to be able to get through to her. What's that? How does she become part of the coaching program? I guess I really don't understand how exactly that works. Okay, so you you just go to letstrucktribe.com or call us. You can always call our our tribe care numbers all over all of our websites. Call us and we'll get you into the program. It's simple. It's a sign-up. It's $72 a month. You can quit whenever you want. You can do one month. You can do three. You can do three, then take three off, then come back again if you have another issue. We make it as easy as possible to move in and out. We make it very inexpensive, and we can solve a lot of problems. But the easiest way, don't don't frustrate yourself. I get it. We have a lot of websites. We have a lot of information online. Sometimes it's hard to find things. Just call Tribe Care. They'll get you signed up. Okay. Okay. I can do that. And when I get home, I will... I will try to get her on board with it and at least get her to call so you guys can try to Good. explain to her that i mean it's been 25 years and it, obviously these it, it, her now her kidney function it, hasn't changed it's still at 50 percent but this protein thing is causing all these other problems well, well here's the thing that i know this is not difficult to fix she doesn't if if she would just start eating mostly animal products she would never even have to talk to me it will fix itself. This isn't a disease. Oh, wow. Okay. They're calling it a disease. It's not a disease. It is a buildup of a horrible diet for so long that these organs don't function ideally anymore. They don't function optimally. The numbers they measure keep going up. They will continue to go up for the rest of her life, no matter what drugs they give her, if she keeps eating this way. They will go back down to normal with no drugs if she eats correctly. It's that simple. Well, I'll tell you what they said caused it. This is what they said originally caused the Berger's disease. When she was a teenager, she used to get migraines all the time, and they told her that she took too much ibuprofen. That could be. that's what caused her to have Berger's disease. That could be. Guess who would have told her to take ibuprofen when she had the headache or whatever it was? The doctor. Yes, I know. That's exactly who told her to do it. Correct. (laughs) You're right. We followed your advice, and now we're sicker. And we have to keep following your advice, according to you, except we never get better when we follow their advice. Yeah, 25 years and she's no better, that's for sure. She's worse. And that five years from now, she'll be worse than she is now. Ten years from now, she'll be worse than that. Their system is completely 100% broken. Well, I appreciate your advice, Kevin, and I will try to get her on board. And when I get home, I'll, I'll try to get her at least call so she can talk to you all and you can maybe explain this to her. Good. She, even though she's seen what happened with Miss Gap's diet, she still has it in her head that these doctors know what they're talking about. Uh, we've, we've been horribly brainwashed to the point where we sometimes look at doctors as almost godlike. That's kind of the way she is. Yep. A lot of people are. It, 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 that's how the system was designed. Don't question us. Admit, we know I, what's I best for way. you. It was only after listening to some of your stuff, you know, and I don't, I've never listened to the health stuff a whole lot, but, you know, on the free-for-alls and stuff, I would catch bits and pieces. And that's the only reason I tried the gap stuff, and, and, and it's kind of changed my attitude. Yeah. Before that, I was kind of in the same frame of mind she is. So was I. There was a time where I thought not quite as 
you know, I wasn't totally bought into the system, but I certainly believed in it more yeah. than I believe in it now. I have zero faith in our medical system when it comes to health. I am impressed with our medical system when it comes to trauma. You get in an accident, you are injured, and we have some of the best health care in the world. No doubt about it. But when it comes to health, I would make the opposite claim. We have the worst system in the world. You are, here's the crazy thing. When you look at metabolic health, third world countries put us to shame. Because they don't eat the same stupid stuff we do. And they don't have the medical system that we have. Our medical system is a liability when it comes to our health, not an asset. You would be, your odds of being healthy metabolically are better living in a third world country. Wow. I believe it. All right. Well, good talking to you, Chris. Hopefully we can, uh, maybe we can tag Teamer and and have some influence. Uh, I'm going to my last call of the day. We've been fighting through technical issues, but we've got them fixed for now. So uh, I'll continue as long as this is working and we've got calls. So if you want to jump in, now would be the time. The number right now, yes, it's different, 855 nine five zero three eight three five i do want to say I, I, I hate that i have to keep making excuses for all these technical issues i hate the interruptions but again it is an issue with the phone system again it's the it's, i i'm hoping the last piece and when we get ours built we'll have enough control that we can fix these things when they come up uh that may be soon, so stick with us. Let's go to California. Brandy, good morning. Good morning. Thanks, Kevin. I wanted to comment on your, uh, your opening. I was okay. thinking um, when I grew up, my grandma instilled into me nutrition. And, um, you know, as I listened to your show, as I told Chelsea, uh, your show is like a tool chest. You basically, you learn things from the show, and then you can apply it to yourself or apply it to somebody else. I feel that, like, with my mom and dad now gone, uh, it was closer to my dad uh, than I am to with my mom. Mom was with my other sister with a standard American diet. I couldn't do anything for her. But my dad, I kind of think... Had I had this information today, I could have potentially gave him a few more years of life. Yeah. And uh, I have this philosophy that, uh, well, as a driver, uh, your voices are really important. And as people are dying, those voices disappear. I invest what I learn here into people whose voices I want to continue on. Good. It doesn't always work, but uh, I still have the passion that I don't want I want to preserve life by what I learn here because my grandma instilled that in me and I carry it outward. What good is it just with me? I, I want those voices to stay longer. I enjoy their voices. And, you know, I listen to Glenn Beck and I listen to Steve Dace. They're both in horrible shape. I have information that could help them. I know. don't want it. It's I know. a shame. It's so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and you're listening to you kind of sound frustrated this morning. It's like, is this all there is? No, you're actually doing, you're, you're inspiring me to go outside of me to help other people, and then they will do the same. And it goes on and on and on. Good. Good. I, I, and I, you know, sometimes, and I don't know why today was one of them, I, I just, I, 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 
over the last couple days with a couple things, I, I just got overwhelmed sometimes with how bad our medical system really is and unfortunately seems to be getting worse. But this is what your show is about. You're, we're drivers. We, we have the ability to take it outside of us, and we know it's true. Families and, and strangers are being changed by what you say. And, you know, it's just a seed. You're right. I, you're right. I just wanted and, and to add that. I, sometimes I need to just There's take no a step back. No reason you should be down on what you're doing. Your your store is amazing. I, w- I was just there, and I know that's where I can get stuff, and I can turn people. That's where you get it. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. Sometimes I need to you're take welcome. my own advice and and take a step back and realize that I shouldn't spend very much time thinking about things I can't control. And I and sometimes I do. I, I start thinking about how bad the whole medical system is and the whole food system. And I can't control that. I'll never be able to control that. So I, I sometimes I just get frustrated with it. And then I need to take a step back and say, no, what can I control? And you just said it. I, I can control the time I spend helping other people. You even said it with your grandchildren, your children. You're, cha- you're raising them with what you know, and they will take it further out. If you just stop, it stops there. Yeah. Why would you do that? No, you're right. Sometimes okay, I just need some reminding, too, so thank you. Today. You're welcome. Well, that's all I wanted to add. I, I heard it in your voice. All right. Like I said, voices are very important out here on the road. You're right. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate the support of the tribe. I really do. Um, and, and thank you for the compliment on the store. We Health-wise, I think that is next to education and information. That, that's our most powerful tool. But we have built a store now that, that really does make this health thing a whole lot easier. And I've said this before, it's how we finance almost everything. Um, we don't charge much for a lot of our programs. We, I, I was the one in the company that fought to charge for this show, um, and it doesn't look like we're going to. It's not completely out of the question yet, uh, but, but we do 10 to 15 hours of radio a week at no charge to anybody. We, do, uh, we post online. We answer a lot of questions. We do a lot that we just don't charge for, and I like that. Uh, But we've got bills to pay, too. We have to keep the lights on. So um, the store, the coaching programs, those are the ways that um, we can continue to go out and develop these kind of tools and bring them to you. So I want to thank everybody for your support of the store. And please continue. Head on over to Let'sTruck.com. We're in the same boat, everybody, as the economy is slowing down. Our sales are down. So uh, we do really, really appreciate the support. Thank you for that. Thank you also for being patient as we work through these technological issues. Um, We could have given up several times and just said, look, uh, we just need to use what's out there on the market and make it work and be done with it and not keep trying all this stuff. And, but I do not ever want to be in the position again where somebody can silence me because they don't like what I said. I, I loved being on Sirius XM, having that big reach and that big platform. Um, there were a lot of benefits to that. And 
I may or may not have stayed had they just left me alone. Um, But when I got taken off the air for a week because of something I said and then canceled, um, it's happened on social media sites. I I no longer ever want to be in that position again um, where somebody else has the power to silence me because they don't like what I'm saying. And that's why we're working so hard on building out this whole system ourselves. Uh, this was a huge undertaking. We have spent a lot of money on this and, and I'm hoping it's everything we think it's going to be and we can overcome all of these problems. So um, just thank you for your support and all of that. All right. I am going to wrap it up. We are all out of calls today. I'm, I'm glad we pushed through. I had to restart twice today. I had to switch to a different phone system, but ultimately it worked. We got to talk to people. Hopefully we got uh, we were able to help some people today and um, we'll come back and do it again tomorrow. So thanks for joining me. We'll see you tomorrow. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.